this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you don't know what Anchor is and you're thinking about starting a podcast, you should probably find out what Anchor is because Anchor is a free way to host your podcasts. It also gives you creation tools like the ability to record yourself, record with other people, edit as well, and do it from your phone or your computer. You don't need to go buy fancy tools to start. You can start with Anchor. And you can hit the nice distribute button, and it's going to send it out to all the places you want it to be, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. In addition to that, you can make money from your podcast with no basic listenership. In other words, if you only have 10 people because you're just starting, you can still monetize that. It's really hard to find a better place to start. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started on the crazy podcast journey. God, I I hate my PC so much. I can't. I mean, I know it's it's not. It probably not, isn't great to start with a gripe, but this thing is so frustrating. <laughs> well, you had to restart it before we could even record, so that's why it's on the top of your mind. Well, it's I had to restart it twice. Um, the first time I had to restart it was just to get Trillo to sync properly, um, because for some odd reason Microsoft Edge does not like to sync. Um, non proprietary like Todoist and 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 Trello kind of sync whenever they want to. Um, as opposed to on my Mac where they sync in real time. Uh, so it's that's pretty monumentally frustrating. And then after I got Trillo to to sync itself, then Skype killed itself, so I had to restart it again. So it's it's been an adventure, dude. Always is, always is with the PC, it seems. Actually I yeah, have so I have been uh, relieved of a few frustrations with my PC this week. They uh, they set on an update that fixed my battery problem. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you had chucked it out a window or something, so now you no longer have a PC problem. That would be the quickest way to solve all of the problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least now I can go to I can go somewhere with my Surface and not have to bring a power cord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, monstrous. Uh, speaking of Trello, I just wanted to tell everybody that we're using that for live communication during the show now. Yeah, which is interesting because I'm I'm seeing you move things as we're talking about them. It's pretty funny. Yeah, we're making uh, show notes and we have topics preset within Trello. But then the reason we're using Trello is because, for example, if I were to bring up one of the topics in my column, I can click and drag it over to Topics Discuss and then Lamb can see that 
live, which makes this whole process a lot easier, I think. I'm also presetting the ability to add cards as I talk about them too, so we'll, we'll see how that works out. It's all about practice, I think. Practice and the right tools. Yeah. You were going to say something before I interrupted you. Oh, I don't even know. I mean, it was probably something gripey about PCs again. Um, <laughs> maybe how, how it, it randomly chooses when it wants to. Um, it, I'm running into your device problem, um, except it's not with a headphone jack. It's with the USB cable. Um, so now, like it, it, sometimes it defaults to the microphone. Sometimes it defaults to the the, the computer microphone, and I literally have to go in there and change it uh, back. And it's it's just annoying. It's it's just incredibly annoying. It, I actually, I want to. I wonder if you know, like all of our listeners, is there's got to be some of them out there that are like PC lovers that prefer PC over Mac. I want to hear from them, like. What's the deal, guys? Like, do you guys have this many problems? Or is there like some magic formula that the rest of the world doesn't understand about PCs that only an elite few do? You know, to be honest with you, I was a pretty heavy PC user, uh, I guess maybe five or six years ago. Uh, when I was much more in the gaming world, I built, you know, I was one of those guys that built my own monstrous gaming PC. Um, and I was operating it on Windows 7. And after I had customized Windows 7 and optimized it for all of my purposes, it actually worked really, really well. So I imagine that the power users on any version of the OS, um, you know, whether it's Windows 10 or Vista or 7 or whatever it may be, um, have their computers primed to a pretty good level. I just haven't spent the time, nor do I ever see myself spending the time to do that with Windows 10. Um, and I imagine that most users will not. So I don't know how or why um the the level of capabilities built into the OS that isn't easily accessible to most normal people yeah because it seems like a considerable amount of the problems that i have i mean there's no manner of of optimizing my surface that's going to make any difference because the device i mean like what are you going to do to that device you know it's not like i can add anything to it i can soup it up at all and the fact that it's not working it's a new device it's not working with this top of the line operating system because there's poor coding going on. And I mean, no matter how powerful your PCs are, these people have to be running into the same problems. Oh yeah. I don't doubt that. That's gotta be, it's gotta be a constant struggle for, you know, and especially for the early adopters too. Um, you know, people who are just right out of the, right out of the gate using the latest version of windows 10. Um, I imagine that's got to be pretty monumentally frustrating um, because you're basically guinea pigs. And I, uh, to a certain extent, if you're an early adopter, you always run the risk of being a guinea pig. Um, I just think that that there should be at least a certain level of crispness that that can be expected from an operating system um, upon release that that is at least marginally acceptable. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't know. It just seems like. Maybe maybe Microsoft's focus is just in a different, completely different place. I mean, not that Macs are perfect, but it seems like for the most part, the Mac OS focuses on working yeah. <laughs> on a consistent basis. And yeah, you can't go in, you can't soup it up and do all these things that you can do with the PC. But, you know, it's, it's back to our Honda argument. Like you buy a Honda and it runs and it runs for a long time. Uh, I don't know. I guess we should talk about something other than complaining about PCs. <laughs> well, t t tell me why you're on antibiotics, man. What happened? Uh, it's nothing I want to talk about with our viewers or listeners.
Okay. <laughs> yeah. You feeling okay? Yeah. Uh, right. I don't know. We'll see once they kick in. I'm sleepy. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I'm on some kind of crazy allergy med too, so I'm I'm feeling pretty loopy at the moment as well. So our topic should be bouncing all over the place right now. Should be uh, fun. It's a good thing we have this trouble thing set up. Um, yeah. Let's see how that ends up helping. So, did you get a chance to play around with text expander at all? I did not. I mean, I watched uh, your tutorial videos, and then I, I checked out a few random reviews, and 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 I I downloaded it, but I haven't actually had a chance to mess with it yet. It's it's so I've known what text expander was for a long time, but I don't think I knew what it was in the sense that like I had a general idea, but I didn't know the capabilities that this thing has. It's it's mind blowing to me. I always thought it was like I'm like oh you know it's like it's that's, that's already built into the Mac and already built into iOS where yeah I can type in a shortcut and it'll fill in my email address for me or whatever mm-hmm. you know if I type in em one it'll fill it in yeah text expander does that too but text expander does so so much more like for example every time we publish one of these episodes I post it on Reddit and then. Mm-hmm. The Reddit forum has a specific format that they want. And 80% of it is repetitious in the sense that it's about the show, not about the particular episode. Mm-hmm. And so basically I have I'm I'm copying in 80% of something and then I'm going in and I'm changing the other 20% every every week. And that's not a huge deal. You know, I had it saved in OneNote. Well, with Text Expander, I can save that in the Text Expander. And then I can set it up to where it's called a fill-in form. So basically when I drop it in, you know, I type in whatever the shortcut I have for it while I'm in Reddit, boom, it fills everything in. Then I have a pop-up and it asks me to fill out the 20% that I'm missing. And then boom, it puts it all in there for me. Mm. And it's just incredible, just incredible the things you can do. Like, for example, in the videos, you know, they're showing people using it for emailing their clients you know okay you have a standardized for letter form that you want to send to your client but the product and the customer name are going to change every time use a fill-in form boom fills in the whole letter for you you type in the customer's name you select the product email goes out to them and it's personalized and it only took you 15 seconds as opposed to a couple minutes how much pre pre-hand setup work do you have to do in order to make it so that it recognizes all the things that you're describing all it is is what you type.